0: Hi, Kirby. Hi, Sarah. Welcome Welcome to Los Angeles. So we have a fabulous, gorgeous, stunning, so talented guest on today's episode. We want to get right into it because she is full of so many amazing tips. So Sarah, take it away. Okay.
1: Priscilla Ono is the global makeup artist for Fenty Beauty and is also responsible for creating some of Rihanna's most memorable looks, from music videos to the red carpet. Growing up in California, Ono grew up with a passion for beauty, particularly inspired by the music videos of the 90s. She'd always dreamed of working with Rihanna, and after meeting her on the set of s and it was clear that they had a future together. Fast forward to 2017, when Ono was chosen out of hundreds of artists to join the Fenty Beauty global artistry team. In addition, because she needed more to do, <laughs> uh, she also runs her own makeup school, where she leads sold-out masterclasses to hundreds of aspiring makeup artists. We are so thrilled to have her on the podcast today.
0: Yay! Welcome Priscilla. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming on. We are thrilled. We know that our audience is so happy that you're going to be here and share all your wonderful makeup wisdom, but we do have a lot of ground to cover, so we want to dive right in. So let's talk about working at Sephora. What was your favorite part of working at Sephora?
2: It was all the hands-on that I got. I feel like it really helped the foundation for me to grow as an artist And just being able to work there at such a young age, when I was 20 years old, being able to work with different face shapes and skin types and skin textures and work with different products and different brands. It was just um, a really great way for me to, you know, get in there and to learn while I was doing what I love.
0: Totally. And there is an audition process to become a cast member at Sephora. It's not like you just walk in and apply and then you're done. If you want to be touching people's faces and want to be applying makeup to them, you have to audition. Um, yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that?
2: Yeah, well, mine was like ten years ago, so it might be a little different um, <laughs> now. But when you know, when I was working there, you never got. You know, hired and it was a sure thing. It was always like a three month a trial period, and you mm. had to really show yourself and, you know, whatever you said you were or who you were in your interview, you had to kind of prove that. So, yes, you had to love makeup and love products and be knowledgeable on some products, but I think the one thing they looked for most was being able to be a great salesperson and to sell things that people actually really need and for them to, you know, have a big ticket. So it was a shoe in for me because people would come in for a foundation and I would just recommend them a brush and a primer and the skin prep and the powder. <laughs> and, you know, it was great add-ons. And it was great because I'm actually doing a service and showing somebody what they actually need but I'm also helping you know the company by meeting their sales so totally it, it, was, it was great I think
0: that's a testament to you though as a makeup artist as well like if you're able to communicate with somebody and mm-hmm. connect with them relationship wise mm-hmm. and then they end up buying products that you recommend like yeah. that's not just you're a great salesperson it's like you're actually connecting with the people that that's are sitting very in front true. of you mm-hmm. so obviously we think that's what makes yeah. you a fabulous makeup artist and
1: you'd you had mentioned to us earlier that you the location you worked at was the one in downtown Disney yes
2: so was I know we got the perks of Sephora and the perks of Disneyland, which So was, was great. it like a lot of Disney customers walking in? It wow. was a lot of tourists, which was good. Okay, tourists, yes. Because, you know, they come in, they forget their sunscreen, they forget their right. moisturizer, or they just need something really quick. So it was great because we would have a lot of those and we would have an eclectic bunch of people come in, which was really good for me as, yeah. you know, practicing on different skin types and yeah. tones. It was just awesome. And everyone was always happy in the good mood. <laughs> Yeah. because it's Disneyland diverse super diverse, right. too, super like diverse. You said. so, so you, many so many different backgrounds and languages it was awesome and yeah. ages
0: too oh yeah it was getting so good getting to work on like more mature skin and the yeah. younger skin oh, yeah. is probably acneic mm-hmm. so i feel like that's a great crash course and and really honing your skill mm-hmm. totally.
1: Mm-hmm. So you, even though you were friends with Rihanna for a while, you
2: still had to try out for this gig. Yeah. So I, I met her years ago at an SNM music video mm-hmm. we became friends. And I worked with her on a different scale, not doing her makeup, but her as a director and as a producer for shoots. So when I tried out in 2016, it was really something that was very nerve-wracking because even though I knew her, I had never done her makeup and. It was like the stakes were high because this was for a huge position and something that I really wanted. We actually had to go in the three finalists out of hundreds of people and we had to do her makeup one by one. So it was just super nerve wracking and um, <laughs> exciting at the same time.
0: Yeah, I, I can imagine.
2: Like she, it seems like she's
1: just like so lovely and friendly, but like to do her makeup. But particular, and then, she, and knows then, she
2: what she wants. Yeah. She knows exactly what she wants. She's a makeup artist in her own right and yeah. she can do her makeup Beautifully, if she wanted to, every single day. She does. She does do her makeup a lot of the time. So, did you have to like study all of her? like, you know, looks up until that point. You know, I have been a huge fan of hers for such a long time. And, you know, I have like a vision board of people that I want to work with. And she was on the top of my list. So for years, I've kind of been studying her look and how she likes her makeup and what looks good on her. So I kind of already had a sense of like what I wanted to do. So when I went in there, you know, I was really nervous. And once she saw the first portion of the makeup and she really liked it and was complimenting it after that I felt like I could just run with it and it was just like boom 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 and everything I've ever wanted to do on her I did and Mm. it looked wonderful like it was such a great experience
0: so for the audition process like you said like hundreds of people was it just anybody could submit
2: oh yeah and then they had a casting where anyone on the street can just line up and go in and they do like questions and I didn't go to that portion I actually got an email directly from her creative director saying that she was requesting that I go into the wow Second round, right, which was really awesome. I had actually emailed her creative director and was like, hey, I know that you guys are looking for a global artist because I had seen a lot of stuff going around the internet. And I just told them if they need anything um, for the brand, let me know. I'm happy to help in any way. And so then they replied right away. Then I was getting emails from um, Kendo, which is the partnering Mm -hmm. brand of Fenty Beauty, and Mm -hmm. also requesting that I go in. So I went into the second portion, which was already where they cut down from thousands to, I think it was like 50 in LA and then 30 in New York, but still people were flying in from like Australia and like all over the world on that. And then, um, I went to that audition, which was two days and it was like, you know, makeup that we had to do for like a fashion show. And then they would switch up the look last minute. And then they would have us do a tutorial on camera and speak on camera. And like, we would have to make mood boards and like present. Like it was like this whole process, like very like project runway meets makeup. Like it was, it was really cool. And then from there, they cut it down from those 50 and 30 to three. And then the, the last three we had to go in on that day, they didn't tell us we were doing her makeup, but we just all knew like It had to be. It had to be. So they told us, bring your kit. Come on. What does that mean? You have to do makeup. um, Yeah. And then uh, we we waited for a few hours and then she got there. We all went in one by one. We each had about two hours to go in and do her makeup. And it was a wonderful experience because I had such a pleasant time with her. And it was such a good experience that when I was driving home, I remember just in tears and just happy that at least I had this great experience with her. Mm -hmm. And I was Mm -hmm. happy even there. Like that could yeah. have been the end and I would have been happy. You How know? long
1: was it between that and like when you found out? That you months. Been-
2: months? And it was awful. <laughs> oh every God. morning I would wake up and check my email. You know, Ugh. no, nothing yet. And like it was excruciating because I was so nervous and I would have days where I'm like, yeah, I got it. You know, I'm, you know, she loved the makeup. Of course I'm going to get it. And then there would be days, well, maybe she didn't like it after all. Like, <laughs> oh. you know, because it was just yeah. a torture. two months. Honestly, when you're waiting for something so important, it feels a like year. Totally. Like every day is a year year you know um but it was a few months before we found out and then um, once i found out i was like over the moon it and was you so did great.
0: three different looks right yes. on her mm-hmm. so the first look was like the way she wanted her makeup to be done right
2: which is the way that she usually does her makeup which is always um complexion first which is opposite of what i usually do
0: because you do eyes right i do eyes yeah.
2: first and then we also had to use fenty beauty before anyone had even seen fenty beauty so it was <laughs> our first time touching the products and you know we had to color match her, and there's 40 foundations, so oh like color God. matching her, you know that's very nerve wracking. And and
0: because she knows what shape she is. Oh yeah, yeah. but she
2: didn't. I mean, she yeah. wouldn't say. She's like she's Have just fun sitting thinking. there, yeah, <laughs> pleasant and yeah. sitting there, just like happy, you know, waiting for you to do it. Um, so it was like, ah. So the first portion was like complexion and like just a really yeah. clean, pretty look. Second portion was add. A wing liner, because she's very into wing liner and it has to be perfect. Um, and then also adding a red lip because obviously a red lip is very hard to achieve because you have to be really perfect when you apply it. Yeah. Um and then the third look was do whatever we want. So we got to just do it said, do you on the paper. I Wait. Remember. so
0: then what what was you? What, I did, what did
2: a, you do? I did a smoky like kind of like a smoked out eye. Yeah. um and then I did like a, a dark lip liner with like a light on the inside because I had never seen that on her, but I felt like it would look really nice on her. Yeah. And then it was really cool because two days later she went to this Dior event and she wore like almost exactly <gasps> what I did. So I was like, Yay, she liked it! <laughs> like she even wore it. Like it was so it wow, was so nice that's to see like, that. So
1: satisfying. Yeah, yeah I like, don't know I
2: if I she did. like I didn't know like it, I don't know if she was like yeah I want to do the look she did on me or you know maybe it just popped yeah. in her head like she knew that it looked good, but for me it was like oh my god it's the look you know. Totally. That's
0: so cool. So mm-hmm. now, you know, we're hitting almost 2020 and we talk about this all the time, the Fenty effect, yes. um, you know, especially with foundation. Mm-hmm. Now, like we always like to say, we know like Fenty didn't invent the 40 shades of foundation, but they created a foundation that really catered to women of color, especially. And it was something that people saw themselves in mm-hmm. in, a, in a really different way. Mm-hmm. How does it feel to be a huge part of that. I mean,
2: honestly, it feels amazing. And and also, I think that the great thing about it is that it's not just your mid-range that you get. It's not just the women of color. It's also very, very fair skin, too. Yep. We were getting, you know, clients that had viniligo, that had the fairest of the fairest skin, that couldn't find a foundation that was fair enough for their skin, and that were in tears because they finally found one, you know? Like, totally. it was just it being so diverse that we could say anyone and everyone should be allowed to go in and find their shade. Like it's something that took way too long to happen. And you
1: were even talking about earlier how your guys' brow line, your brow pencils, you make it in this really deep uh, black, like a soft black. Right. And can you tell about the story that you told me So we have
2: 14 shades total in our brow MVPs Mm -hmm. and um, we have shades that are dark enough that they will show up on deeper skin tones to complement not only the hair color but the skin tone and we had a model when we were doing the um, campaign shoot and she said that she had never seen her face with eyebrows because Whoa. she they, they could never find a color that would actually show up on her skin. So she was like amazed. So, so for incredible. me, that was so touching and moving that even things like that, it's like really like yeah. it takes this long, but it's actually so gratifying. And for me, it's such an honor to be a part of a brand that is something that is so close to me. That's been kind of like the, at the very beginning of my artistry career, I've never generalized my clientele. Like it's always like, I want to do makeup on everyone. Mm -hmm. Like I want to experience everything, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like meant to be its fate. You know, it's, I feel like I'm at home when I'm with Fenty Beauty.
0: When I used to work at Pop Sugar, when they, they, you guys launched all the foundations, we actually did a roundup of. Real women using every specific shade. Wow, which was bonkers. Like some like editorial assistant spent hours on Instagram going through and seeing if people tagged like what number of the foundation. Because
1: we were like, why didn't we do that? It was. I mean,
0: (laughs) I'm like, I hope this woman got an amazing like uh, bonus at the end of the year because
2: she did the work. I didn't know that. That's awesome. I will find the link and send it to you. But it's truly amazing that
1: the customers were so proud and tagging their their shade, their shade number. number. Like, like, nobody does, does that. that. Right. right. Nobody yeah.
0: does that. But a follow-up to that question is, so 10 years ago, working at Sephora to now, so much has changed. Mm-hmm. What do you think is a beauty industry we can be doing better?
2: You know, I think that we really did break down barriers when we launched and we launched the 40 foundations. And I feel like obviously that's making a wave and we call it the Fenty effect, which is really cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, even How we talked about the brows being, you know, multicolored for different hair tones and different skin tones. Like, I think that all products can be looked at in that same way. Like, making sure that when you launch, you know, a lipstick, it looks good on all skin tones. Making sure when you launch eyeshadow, it looks good on all skin tones. Like, I think just being able to make sure that your clients are going to be satisfied I think going that far, because I have never worked with a brand that does what we do. We actually do fly in different models from all over the world that have certain skin tones that we don't see that often and try on eyeshadows before we launch them and try on the lipsticks and make sure it looks good on them. And, you know, we try to have as many of those test days as possible. And if more brands could do that, I think that um, people would just feel more accepted. You know, everyone wants to feel like they can go into a Sephora and pick out any product. It doesn't have to just be the complexion product, a lipstick, you know, an eyeshadow, an eyeliner, and it's going to actually show up on their skin tone. It's going to look, you know, complementary to their skin tone. So I think that that is something that I think that we could never, you know, not work on, you know, it has to be continuous.
0: It's that attention to detail mm-hmm. that I really appreciate. Like, that's why I love fly liner because mm. I love, it's like I say it's like it ergonomic. That's yeah. exactly what we call <laughs> oh. it. Yeah, we were trying
2: to figure out that word yesterday. It's ergonomic. Yes. It
0: feels good to hold in your 100%. hand because of the triangle shape. Exactly. And I have, there is no other A eyeliner. Ariana chose
2: that shape for that purpose. She had so many eyeliners to choose from, like shape-wise, and she said this is the one that feels the best and the easiest in my hand.
0: It's the so perfect she, weight. Yeah, It just makes sense.
2: Even your matchsticks, how mm-hmm. you're able to like – how they
1: click together and it's
2: just so easy to throw in your bag yes like, mm-hmm. brilliant. It, you know the, the thing is i think that with rihanna it's not like she's trying so hard i think that she's just saying like common sense mm-hmm. like what makes sense it's not like a board of people that are overthinking everything it's just her saying this works and this doesn't period totally. and i think that that's why it's so true and it it comes off so authentic because it is and I think that that's why people gravitate towards it because it's just things that are common sense, the things that you need, you know? Yeah.
0: Which is, I mean, Makes what we want, but also that's why we love her. And that's why Fenty is she's
1: so no bullshit. Successful. Right. Let's yeah. just put it out there. Exactly. So we want to know, what mm-hmm. do you think is the most underrated Fenty beauty product?
2: Matchsticks. Didn't really? even have to think about it. <laughs> Boom. I think that a lot of people, sometimes they overlook them. They think that they are just a concealer stick or a Contour stick, but it's actually a do it all. Like, I love matchsticks. If you just gave me all the matchsticks, I could do a full face. Wow, eyeshadow. I've done the eyebrows before with matchsticks. What? It sounds Blush, like a fun contour. Challenge oh, it's need a great to do. Oh, we need to do it. It's so good. I've actually done like little Instagram, uh, Insta story uh-huh. tutorials doing an all matchsticks look. Um, and it's they're just the best. They're so good. The formula is great because they're like this cream to powder formula. They're actually um, they never dry out, which is great. And they just Go well on all skin types. And again, the color range is so diverse that you can use them as concealer, as a lip color, as an eyeshadow. I've actually, on Rihanna, have used it as a lip color before, Rum. And people, I remember when I did it, they were like, what lip color is that? And I was like, it's Matchsticks," And everyone was like, what? Like, they're such a a great product to have and especially for a makeup artist like if I just have those in my kit I'm good like with any look
0: well because they are artistic products they are you know they're multifunctional right Mm -hmm. and as you said as a makeup artist you want to be able to use things in different ways Mm -hmm. and teach your clients and customers but that's actually
2: Rihanna's like point of view when it comes to makeup is have fun create don't be limited to a product that it has to be only for this. She Mm -hmm. uses products all over for anything. She just says play, you know? So that's, I think what Fenty Beauty is essence is like play. And that's Mm -hmm. why those matchsticks are there. They're just to have a good time and to just use them wherever you feel like they look good on.
0: All right. I'm curious. Is there anything that Fenty Beauty or Rihanna is over in terms of makeup, like things that you guys try to avoid when it comes to creating
2: looks or like a trend that you guys are done with. You know, I'd, I've i never, to be honest, personally, I've never heard her say, oh, I'm sick of that. And honestly, even me, I don't ever dislike trends. I feel like trends are what make this beauty industry go strong. If there's mm. a trend, you know what? Embrace it, you know, because even if it's not for you and it's not something you would do on someone else, it might look really great. So and true. I'm not someone to knock trends. I, I actually – embrace them mm-hmm. I think they're just great for you know for the beauty industry period
0: you can bring them back if you are like oh, I want yeah. to try something different keep yeah. it in your back pocket exactly. use it again a few months
1: later yeah it. yeah love yeah. that approach okay we want to do kind of a quick fire round yeah so we were going to do how to apply blank correctly okay so this is actually
0: because Google um, came out with a list of their most asked beauty questions Ooh. and a lot of them were how to apply and okay. just really
1: basic knowledge that maybe is easy comes easy to you but okay. for everyone else they're like i don't know how to do it
0: okay and we do know that you know different strokes for different folks right and yeah. we also know that different face shapes i don't have anything around with that but you know like <laughs> there's a different face shape no yeah, different totally. shapes yeah. we want to yeah. know
1: how your way rihanna's way the fenty way okay so how do you apply foundation correctly
2: I think that's tough because, again, different strokes <laughs> totally. for different folks. Totally. I know. We told you. It this just depends lot. on but what you're like doing. What I
1: appreciate about you is that you use two different colors. I do. Like, and you have, I mean, obviously you have this range to choose from. Right. Whereas, like, some people just, they have, like, a summer color, a spring mm-hmm. color, and then their winter right. color. Yeah.
2: But, like, you really are paying attention. To the, to the. yeah. Well, yeah. I, I think because I am a makeup artist, I get paid the big bucks to customize, you know? (laughs) They better look perfect and they better look right. So... You know, I always customize because everyone naturally has more than one color of Mm -hmm. skin tone on their face. That's just how we're created. So for me, I I like to make sure that I'm paying attention to that so that some areas of the face don't look more gray than others. You don't end up looking like you have a line under your chin. You know, Mm -hmm. that's why I like to use different tones. But obviously, I know that the regular everyday person is not going to go out and do all of that, especially if they only have a limited time to do their makeup. So they usually choose one color. And I would say the easiest way to apply makeup is with a sponge. I think our Precision Sponge Wall Damp is just the fastest way because you're going to get a faster blend and you're going to be more even with it. You know, sometimes by using a brush, yes, you do get a really great finish. But I think that sometimes with the brush, it takes a little longer to blend. So if you're using a sponge, it can be quicker um, and you can also get that more seamless effect. Um, so I would say take your foundation, apply some on the back of your hand, pick up with your sponge. Honestly, I would even say take it with your fingers first mm. and then put it, apply it on your face mm. and then with your sponge, blend it in. I think sometimes if you pick up with your sponge, the sponge might soak up product. You might end up wasting some of it. So totally. um, by applying it with your fingers and then using the sponge, I think it's great. Don't be afraid to use your fingers. I think some people are like, is this bad? But it's not. Your fingers are really? always your best We're tool. We're team fingers over here. Oh, yeah, good. We
0: do love applying with our hands. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I also have to say the sponge is just chef's kiss right it's so good i love like the hard edges i get like so i I actually wanted to ask you this later so i'll save it but i post i put a little dab powder right here for Mm -hmm. my sunglass lines and right here and like it is just the perfect
2: just shape for it yes
0: just saying people it's really good how do you apply blush correctly
2: um i would always say smile and then do apples of the cheek. And then with the residue that's left over on your brush, brush upwards towards your hairline area, like where your sideburns are at. Yeah. Um, just brush it up. So don't keep adding more up there because then you get like this stripe. Yeah. But if you just want a nice blend, just whatever's left over on your brush, just pop it all the way up to your hairline. Gorge. What about highlight? highlight you need to use the Fenty Beauty shark tooth brush because that is the no-brainer you're always going to get the most perfect application it is a brush that has a curve in it it's our highlight brush and it's shaped like a shark tooth so that it perfectly fits on your cheekbone so if you basically if you look forward on the outer part of your pupil if you lay down your brush following that shape on the top of your cheekbone and you just swipe up to your hairline you're going to get the perfect application so just the very tops of your cheekbone is where your highlight should go
0: okay okay and then what about contour
2: contour I would say for application see I like to take a little bit of our matchsticks and apply it on the back of my hand Mm -hmm. scoop it up with our full-bodied foundation brush and then basically you can either smile or you can kind of do like the Oh, like Zoolander face. Yeah. <laughs> so basically like where your cheekbones are. Yes. Yeah, we all did the Zoolander did face. Like, mm. uh, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Pinched face. Pinched. So basically where your cheekbones indent, you want to take your darker color and you kind of just want to add a little bit there. I would stay away from striping your face and then taking your brush and blending because... Sometimes it's a little too much, and it, you can get nervous and kind of mess it up and smudge it around, and it just becomes a lot. To avoid that, I would always apply it on the back of your hand, scoop it up, and then apply it on your face.
0: Can I ask about the forehead, like contouring yeah. the forehead? Like, yeah. how do you properly – this is my biggest struggle. Okay. Because I, I like to make my forehead okay. look a little bit smaller. I asked her
1: about a no, nose contouring earlier. So. Great. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> Please tell us So all your I
2: also don't like to stripe the forehead because okay. I feel like it just – makes it look overdone. I like to again scoop up from the back of my hand with a brush and I basically just follow the hairline of the forehead and the lower you go with your contour, the smaller the center of your forehead is going to appear. It's mm-hmm. like an illusion. What I would do is after you kind of blend with your brush, take your sponge and then kind of go over and marry your foundation into your contour so that you have that really nice grading effect because if mm-hmm. you don't, you're just going to have a stripe along your forehead and it's not going to look so good.
0: That mm-hmm. is a great wow. Tip. What did you say about the nose, nose contour?
2: I I told her that I actually don't like harsh lines on the side of the nose. Yeah, it kind of like irks me when I see those lines. Yes, but it's hard
1: to but it's, contour your nose yes. without making those lines. Right. So you were just buffing it out with the. So I took whatever the yes. residue
2: was left on the contour brush, and I just put it on the sides of the bridge of the nose, just to kind of give dimension. Yeah. Because obviously we want our nose to have some dimension there. You don't want it to look you know flat in photos, especially. Um, So yeah, just taking the leftover residue and kind of just doing like on the sides of the nose, I think it gives you like the perfect amount.
0: Okay, that's perfect.
2: Los Angeles is brought to you by
0: Afterpay. Partnered with more than 9,000 U.S. brands and retailers, Afterpay allows for you to shop now, enjoy now, and pay later. This is how shopping should feel. Exciting news. You guys launched an eyeshadow palette multiple. Yeah, multiple
2: eyeshadow palettes. I know. Thrilled. Finally. the cutest little babies. They so they're six so pan, good. right? Yes, yeah, six pans. They're so easy and convenient because they're just the perfect size to throw in your bag. And six eyeshadows in each one, which... Is incredible because it's like, wow, I get this many. And the coolest part is that you can snap two together. So you can actually have 12 shades with you and it's still so compact and easy to carry with you that it, it makes it so easy. And the shades are just so user-friendly. I feel like we have the perfect neutral shades. We have some fun shades. We have... Some really cool edgy shades. There's just so many great shades to choose from. And they were really fun. This was actually a product that I got to help Rihanna put together. Wow. Um so I know. Fun. So it's like a part of our role as a global artist is that we do get to help with future launches and products. This was like the area that she really wanted me to be involved because she knows how much I love eyeshadow. And it's like my my true obsession as an artist. I think it's like the number one thing I love the most. Mm-hmm. So she had me help her like put the colors together and choose colors. And it was an awesome experience. So these are always going to be so special to me because I, you know, I got to be a part of it in a big way.
0: I love so many of the colorways
1: that you guys selected. Um, I was telling her earlier that we have like bone to pick with giant eyeshadow palettes. Oh yeah, yeah. And how these are just perfect... You, you will be able to finish them yes. and you can use all of the shades. There's like, you know, like the color stories, mm-hmm. like you said, yes. are so beautiful.
0: Well, I was also going to ask if you, you had a favorite. Oh, like I know too. it's like pick, it's like picking a child, but a do you have a favorite? one that you think
1: everyone should have.
0: Palette? Oh my God,
2: they're so, oh, it's so hard to choose. Okay, at this very moment, I really love the cool neutrals and the smoky palette because I'm really into cool shades right now and grays and rihanna is actually the one that got me into it because she really loves grays and i think people don't know that about her um she loves especially a gray shadow around her eyes because she loves the way it makes her eyes look and for me looking at her it makes her eyes look very green and twinkly Mm. um so because of me working with those grays so much on her it became a love affair for myself, too. So I love those two together. And I feel like everyone should give them a chance because I don't think people use them as much.
1: Yeah, totally. So she used Cadet on me today. Oh yes. What Rihanna named because Rihanna was like in an ROTC program when she was like oh, young yeah cool. I little. remember this. Yes. yes.
2: So like they're like kind of like some like army colors and they were they were called the cadets yeah so she was a cadet so she named the palette cadet because it's like so army cute? tones
0: oh my god that's the cutest yeah.
2: literally when she when we were there choosing the shades as soon as she saw the shades together she's like oh my gosh I'm gonna call this one cadet because it's like army like you know military shades and I was like oh my god that is so cute the names are like one of my favorite things I about know. Fenty Beauty everything everything she that's the, the, names the, are just the so part good. that she loves her and General Salas who is like you know, her um, right by her side and who was a huge part of Fenty Beauty and creating the brand. And Jen and her just get together and they just come up with the coolest names. Like they just bounce off of each other. It's actually so much fun to watch.
0: Okay, so you have a beauty school where you train other makeup artists. And I I guess, you know, as anybody listening that's an aspiring MUA, like what do you think is the hardest thing to learn as a makeup
2: artist? Um, I think color matching is always really hard, but it's actually the most easiest thing if you (gasps) think about it in a different way. I think that color matching really is, well, I think that honestly, it's kind of like common sense. Mm -hmm. Like um, it's pretty much process of elimination. So what you do is like whoever you're working on, you basically go to your colors and you obviously eliminate all the colors that are too light and the colors that are too dark. Whatever you have left in the middle is what you're going to kind of test on their skin and see what looks the best. So if you just take it and you do a test swatch on the face and you just explain to your client that you want the foundation to be the most perfect color for them, they are going to be so appreciative because you're kind of including them in the process and making sure that the foundation is their perfect shade. So I think it's all about communication and the way you say things. Obviously, if you're super nervous when you're doing makeup and, you know, you, you get shaking. You're like, I don't know what your color is, so I'm just going to test some shades on you. Like, if you say it in that way, of course, it's going to be awkward and weird, but it's actually not an unprofessional thing to test shades on someone's skin to make sure it's the right tone. I do it all the time. So process of elimination will make it so easy for you to, you know, to choose the right tone.
0: And I also think that, Some people prefer to be more warm than maybe what they are. Right. So that is a great way to maybe ask, like, okay, do you identify more with this shade or this shade? Exactly. And then Mm -hmm. it could because Mm -hmm. you could match them perfectly to a T, but then they look at their face and they're they're like, "I I don't like to look neutral."
2: Exactly. So that is a huge part of color matching is making sure that. They feel like themselves and they feel comfortable because some people do like a warmer shade. Some people like a cooler shade. It's just it's kind of like personal preference. Totally. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay, our last question for you. Yes. What do you think is going to be like the big makeup trend of 2020? What can we look forward to? What do you Um, hope is going to be big in 2020?
2: You know, I'm really loving makeup that looks effortless, really beautiful skin that looks really fresh, that doesn't look so caked on. Um, I also really love this feather eyebrow trend that we're getting into. I love brows that look really feathery and pretty and full. I think that in the beginning of this whole um, social media makeup craze with, you know, with beauty, it was like more, 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 you know, and we were like really going in. And I think that now we're kind of taking a different approach. I know that like skin is like really killing it right now. And people are so into skincare. And I think that, you know, merging, like maybe you do do a dramatic eye, but maybe your skin is more fresh today or, you know, or vice versa. Maybe you do like a full beat, you know, on your skin, but your eyes are more neutral with just a wing liner. Like I, I love that approach to makeup. I think that letting maybe just one of those areas on your face kind of shine, I think is really nice. So not like overdoing things, but like kind of, you know, having those certain areas that you want to pop that day do all of the talking
0: the natural glam
2: the natural glam
0: we love that
2: Thank Yay! you so much. Oh, thank been-
0: you so much. And Priscilla has been such a doll because we've been having technical difficulties oh. and she has just been quietly and patiently waiting for us to get our shit together. Yeah. So thank so you so, so much. Of course, my pleasure.
1: We learned so much. Um, Anytime you guys want me on here, I'll be okay, here. Okay, great. We'll do another one. Yeah, okay.
2: hallelujah.
1: Where can we find you on social? You can
2: find me at Priscilla Ono on everything, on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. But I'm going to be real, the one that I'm on the most is Instagram. So you can find me there. And
0: also Fenty Beauty. Duh. But guys, we weren't going to not have a giveaway (laughs) to end the holiday season. (laughs) So Priscilla and Fenty Beauty, they are giving away Priscilla's top 10 favorite Fenty Beauty products. The things that she loves, the things that she thinks that you need to have. Mm -hmm. Do you have a few that you want to spout off? Yes,
2: right away. Gloss Bomb, Match Sticks, hydrating foundation the the full body foundation brush yeah oh, oh my god the, the I'm obsessed best with that yes. thing. the best brush right body lava the body lava yes. of which body lava i like them all yeah yeah i i don't have a, maybe we'll let them choose yeah. Okay. they'll let the, wow, whoever nice. wins choose
0: the body i actually mentioned body lava yeah. on uh tuesday's episode Ooh. of los angeles cuz i just on your décolleté, it's mm-hmm.
2: stunning. It's so good on your, the tops of uh, your yeah. shoulders, sexy center of your leg, like
0: down Ooh, the center of your center leg. I haven't done that
2: yes. yet. Everyone's
0: gonna want to go out naked when they put on body lava. I'm it's, just throwing that out it's there. True. It also
2: just feels good when you're putting yeah, it I'm on. Like, actually, one sparkle. one of them is called Who Needs Clothes. Yes, <laughs> the that's pink the one. one that I love. <laughs> that's my favorite one.
0: Okay, guys, so to enter the Fenty Beauty giveaway, you know what to do. Go to our Instagram Gloss underscore Angelus. We will have all the directions slash instructions there. To enter this amazing holiday care package from Fenty. As usual, you can find us also on Twitter, Los Angeles Pod, and our fabulous Facebook group. We love you guys. Thanks for keeping things running. You guys are awesome in that group. Really? Um, just search Los Angeles on Facebook and we will see you. We won't see you next week.
2: We'll see you soon.
0: We'll see you at the end of the year. Yeah. Okay, guys. Bye.
2: Bye. bye.